Hello. Hello. Welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Silly Goose today. <laughs> or Emma. You are. Or Emma. Um, whatever you feel like calling her today. Uh, but what do we do here besides be Silly Gooses? <laughs> I was going to say, it's because I have a sweater on that says Silly Goose. I don't just walk around calling myself a Silly Goose. Um, we talk about sex, how to have it, how to be good at it, how to be just okay at it, and how to get pleasure from every orifice of your skin suit, with or without a partner. <laughs> every single orifice. You're so orifice. welcome. What is an orifice? I don't know. Is that like a surface? Is that just a different way to say surface? It sounds more like a hole to me. Orifice. 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 Sounds like something a dolphin would say. <laughs> well, there you go. It's dolphin speak for um, <laughs> Uh, erogenous zone. Anyways, <laughs> figured it you out. are joining us in the month of January and we are focused on positions this month, but we are taking that in a slightly different way. We are trying to find positions to meet you where you're at. So, mm -hmm. so far this month, we've covered positions for when you're feeling insecure, positions for when you're feeling lazy, both of which uh, we often feel. Yeah. Um, those are two of our um, very common states of being. Um, <laughs> but today we're we're going to make it a, a little different. So what are we focused on today? Today we're talking about quickies. Mm -hmm. So if the name doesn't explain itself enough, quick sex, whatever that could mean, um, and positions for how to have quick sex, how to get off quickly. Um, and this episode today went so much different than I thought it was going to go. I guess, I guess I've had like a bit of a stigma against quickies just because of how it showed up in my previous relationships, which we'll get into. Um, but Dr. Tara, who was our wonderful guest today, just totally reframed it for us and showed us the benefits, the different types of quickies. Like there is just so much to it. Yeah, it's a lot more than just busting a nut, which uh. was my very limited understanding. Give me a better way to say it then. No, but I am going to say that we should create a bingo card <laughs> for things that we say, and then we can pass it out and somehow work that in. <laughs> all right. And but busting just... a nut anyways would be on it because you say it all the time. Well, I, I would love a better way to say it, um, but I don't know how else to say like quickies aren't just a way to get off, which is Rubbing how I've pictured them, like really yeah. just a like primal you want to like get a fucking orgasm and that's uh -huh. it and I really like how in this episode we get into how they can really benefit your relationship and there can mm -hmm. be emotional quickies and quickies that help you maintain connection in your relationship which I love um and you already got into a little bit how you felt about quickies before this I was looking up some stats <laughs> that I thought were kind of interesting. Uh -huh. So in a 2005, which I realized that was a long time ago, almost 20 years ago, uh, a 2005 study, oh, they found that sex between heterosexual couples, like I think it was 500 couples, um, on average lasted 5.4 minutes. And that was not a quickie. <laughs> that was just 
average. Wow. And the answers Honestly, range from tracks. 33 seconds to 44 minutes. So <laughs> 33 <laughs> seconds. That poor soul. That sounds like me and my vibrator, honestly. Oh my God. Yeah. So I have been, and I'll wrap back around to the stat, but uh-huh. I have just been trying to masturbate more recently. Um, so I've been using whatever comes to my head in like the fantasy books I'm reading or mm-hmm. whatever to kind of fantasize at night. But yeah, it's about 3.4 seconds <laughs> or 33.4, whatever you said. And it's incredible. But that is just, I hope, hmm, what do I hope for for the person that lasted 33 seconds? <laughs> that that was their intention? I don't know. Yeah, that maybe they intended a quickie and that's just their thing. Um, but I thought that was interesting because when we think of a quickie, what do you think of? Because we asked Dr. Tara what she thinks of as a quickie, but what Uh in your head is a quickie? So when I picture a quickie, I'm going to start cinematically. I picture (laughs) like the cheating couple that gets it in at the dinner, Mm. like the group dinner where they're there with their other significant others. Like in the bathroom? Yeah. And I picture it being like two minutes, like literally bend her over the the kitchen sink. That's too public. The bathroom (laughs) sink and then take it from behind. The laundry room sink. (laughs) The mud room. (laughs) The bench where you take your shoes off. <laughs> Icky. Oh, I hate the parts of the house where like my shoes are. Mm. It's the grossest part. And to think about being butt naked right in that. Well, are you butt naked in a quickie though? No. Okay. So that's like, another thing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, just like the sluttiest, quickest bent over my pants are at my knees type of mm-hmm. moment. And yeah, like two minutes max. Yeah. But you. That's fair. I don't feel like I've had a lot of quickies. I don't think I'm a very like quick, spontaneous person. Uh Um, And that's kind of how I've always pictured quickies. Um, I need to know what I want going in. Like I I will have thought about it all day or I will have planned on it. Um, I had to have had a dream about it (laughs) (laughs) if I'm going to have morning sex. I am engaging in foreplay one way or another um, with myself. So I haven't had a lot of quickies, but after this episode, I feel inspired to incorporate them. So I feel like I was a pretty uh, clean slate when it comes to understanding what a quickie is. Well, now I feel like after speaking with Dr. Tara, we have, um, there's like more value to them Mm -hmm. than we thought, because if, you still had the same mindset that I did before this interview. It's like, why would I have a quickie when I don't feel like that's benefiting my relationship or anything? It would exactly. have been for like the steamy, naughty rendezvous in a adventure spot, you know, which I yeah. mean could still be beneficial. But anyway, I agree with you. I've had a few quickies. They've always been kind of fun. Um, but when they were intertwined in my relationship, it was different. <laughs> when they so, were the crutch. When they were the crutch. <laughs> in my relationship um but yeah anyway i'm very much looking forward to this episode with dr tara and we'll let her introduce herself but we do want to say that this episode doesn't start with her introduction (laughs) we do begin here with her explaining to us we hit record immediately when she started talking because we're like wait 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 everyone needs to know she has been to two different sex parties in the last couple weeks at the beginning of january um And so we asked her to tell us about them. So she does begin describing in full detail these two very different, very cool sex parties she's been to this year. 
Ah, you're welcome. Yeah. In advance for this episode. You're welcome. Welcome. Um, and we will just see you on the other side of all of this quickie goodness. Yep. Toodaloo. Bye. So the New Year's Eve one was like a very fancy one. It was very expensive to get in. Well, I guess expensive is subjective, mm-hmm. right? Depending on who you ask. Because like if you ask, you know, some people, they're like, oh, no, like that's totally mm-hmm. fine. And for some people, it's like, oh, my God, that's like half of my paycheck. <laughs> but it is a very fancy one. And um, everyone was super dressed up. Uh, the phones were all locked outside. Um, and oh, it's like, like your cell all phone. Very, <laughs> like just very glitz and glam, like very fancy. Um, there was, uh, when you go in, you check your coat and like all the women were in lingerie. When I first got there, like the women weren't naked yet, mm-hmm. but then they got naked super quick, like 30 <laughs> minutes. <Ooh. laughs> So you 30 minutes in, like half the women were naked. So you show up in like a trench coat uh, over were. lingerie. That's what I'm picking. So what you show it? up in like a trench coat over your lingerie and just like. Yes. Yeah, so I had my big fur <gasps> coat and then an, I had my pink lingerie inside. Yes. It's like the mob Perfect. wife trend that's going on. That's so yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. And this party was just like perfect New Year's Eve. Like it's very glitz and glam. Mm-hmm. And there's a. Um, uh, you know, nude burlesque show right in the middle. This woman was so gorgeous, and she's in this large, uh, martini glass. Oh. It's like a large one, and she's just in it. That's <laughs> and so she's like cool. bathing in champagne, and then like just dancing with her naked body and just showing that confidence it was just really beautiful to watch and then you know at the end like when it was like three two one then she popped champagne and like kind of you know oh that's <laughs> so cool so by that point oh, everyone was, was naked really cool by midnight so what by that it? point everyone was naked at midnight you know not in that general area but so this is a huge mansion in uh, Mulholland, in deep in the hills, in Beverly Hills, uh-huh. and um, there was so you go you go in, and the the whole bottom floor there were some naked people, but not so much. But when you go upstairs, all in all the rooms, people were naked and were like fucking and sucking and <laughs> enjoying themselves. There's the couples that are just in the corners by themselves, like just having fun, like showing off because. You know, like you can exhibit yourself Mm -hmm. and people can watch you come and, you know, have sex with your spouse or partner, but also like on the beds, which was like extra large California king, like not a regular king bed. Uh, It was really big. Mm -hmm. There were quite like a few people in there, like maybe eight. Whoa. (laughs) And they were also sucking and fucking. And that's just one room. And there's multiple rooms like that. And they're all just there's orgies everywhere wow that's wow. incredible so that was the new year's okay. eve one it was like very glitz and glam mm-hmm. yeah right? and it's drastically different from the one i just went on to the other okay. day um so the other day i went to a, uh this party and it's called orgy at midnight um <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a very like chill beautiful sensual kind of like um burning man vibe okay okay DIY. yeah so people were dressed in that mm-hmm. vibe so not the not like the glitter and the like expensive lingerie more like a burning man okay um 
and it was masquerade themed. So people had masks, uh, but they weren't wearing like tux or anything mm-hmm. like that. The one for New Year's Eve was like tux required. Ooh. So Brent had to go buy a new, new like piece, new tux <laughs> completely. So we were we were scrambling. We were like, oh my god, we need we need new tux for you. Uh, but this one was more chill. Mm-hmm. Like people can kind of wear whatever, but it was masquerade themed. So people had like masks mm-hmm. on, and. It was a lot more, I, I would say, from my observation, uh, a lot more inclusive. Mm-hmm. So there were like queer people and kind of you, when you look around, you kind of feel like people of different genders and sexual orientations and um, and also different body types. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, various different body types. There's also a little bit more activity in this party. Like there's um, a shibari show, which was really, really pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy was like this really big guy with big beard and he's kind of like like a, like a Viking <laughs> person and the girl that was the the rope bunny she was she was like baby girl so she sounded like this <laughs> yeah I liked it yeah <laughs> so a juxtaposition to say the least I'm dying just doing this <laughs> Yeah, like she, she's a baby mm-hmm. girl. So she's like an anime. I I mean, I shouldn't miss like say it. I don't really know what she was actually expressing, but she mm-hmm. sounded like an anime girl. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. hey, yeah, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> so good at interesting. That. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there was that show and then there's impact play show in the corner. Behind me was like a lesbian couple um, eating pussy and using n- a knife, like knife play. Whoa. <laughs> that was not what it I was, expected no. the second part of that sentence no, to be. No, I, I did not expect that either. <laughs> However, they just seemed very loving. Like they seemed like they were really into it. And like <laughs> That's the good. partner was in the pussy for 30 minutes. Like a long ass time because it was happening at the same time as the mm-hmm. Shibari show. And we were like focusing on the Shibari show. Like and they and were forth. starting at the beginning. And then when the Shibari show was done, they were still eating pussy. Wow. <laughs> That's stamina. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know. Lesbians are just committed like that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so this party was a lo- like there were the other rooms had like silent bidding, like to kind of contribute to. Oh the organization that hosts these parties there's yeah like uh just different how do you find sex parties um people in the community Mm -hmm. so in LA there's a pretty big sex positive community Mm -hmm. and especially my friends that are like sex therapists and uh, um, journalists and columnists they go and you know they introduce me to it uh there's also founders that reach out to me directly that invited uh, me to go so just kind of different route but it's safe to say you know the people first then you go to the party mm-hmm. um it's rarely like you don't know anything about it and you mm-hmm. show up because mm-hmm. ultimately at both places you have to apply oh okay interesting um, and you have to submit your application that asks like everything like personal information why you're interested in this what are your experiences with this kind of party um what are your experiences with other people being naked fucking around you Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and also you have to submit photos and your instagram handle interesting that's a screening process damn Mm -hmm. did the second one have an entry fee as well 
The second one, yes, it had. So the let's say the the first one was like four digits entry oh, fee. Oh. The oh. second one is a three digit entry okay. fee. Okay. Um, and but I didn't I didn't pay because mm-hmm. I had a the the founders invited me to come like enjoy the experience and kind of like, give feedback and yeah. stuff. But it was a very beautiful both. Um, Both were beautiful experiences. Holy uh, shit, that's so cool! <laughs> yeah, I want to go. It's been like an action-packed two weeks. I would busy. say, yeah, <laughs> busy start of the year. Uh, I want to go to the mansion one. That would be cool. I'm, yeah. I'm picturing. Are you single? Oh, so for them, if you're a single woman, you can apply as a single woman, and if they have space, they will let you in for no free. No way. Yeah, haha, ha, cast suck yeah. it. You need to submit that application. <laughs> well, let me yeah. know the next one in LA that's that bougie, and then I'll consider yeah. it. Um, February 10th. Oh shit! Let me get a yeah. pen. Are you coming down? Yeah. <laughs> I'll make a um, note. I can send you a link to apply after this because if you get in, it doesn't mean you have to come. Like you can just get in first. I mean, fuck yeah! Why not? Right? <laughs> uh, why not? Yeah. And you have this podcast. It's like you know, it's mm-hmm. you're in, the, in community, the community, like the sex positive community. I have seven thousand followers on my joint account <laughs> for my podcast. Exactly, so. exactly. Oh my god, oh my god. I have tea. So at that party, the one at New Year's Eve, uh, I was there and I ran into um, uh, a Hollywood person. Okay. And I can't say the right. name because you know, like the biz- the business also doesn't like us sharing names. But anyways, both my partner and I were um, having sex on a really big, like so not a sofa. What is it called? Like a a chair, but a really like big a love chair. seat kind of thing. Uh, we were, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and we were having sex on it. And next to us was another couple having sex. Uh, and I noticed this person as we approached the chair to like play together. And after we're playing, like you know, I my partner fingered me. I squirted it everywhere. Um, <laughs> and then when we were done, we we were leaving. My partner turned around and said, "Did you see that guy?" Like said the mm-hmm. name right. Like let's say a fake fake name, Peter. Like did you see Peter? And I said, "Yeah." Did you? He's like, "Yeah." And we were like, "Oh my god!" We had sex right next to that person. <laughs> That's so, <laughs> That's so, cool. so that was really cool. There was also a really famous doctor there that I follow on Instagram. <sighs> Um, and it was just like interesting to to see like how you know they also enjoy this lifestyle, which is beautiful. It is It's so nice. beautiful, and that is some good tea. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how fun! What a life, Dr. Tara, who we're speaking with today, since we haven't introduced yes. you yet. Um, <laughs> please feel free to now introduce yourself after that wonderful storytelling time. <laughs> She's a crazy yeah. person. <laughs> Oh, well, hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be back to the Honeydew Me podcast. I loved the two times I was on here. It was a lot of fun. So I'm excited for this time. My name is Dr. Tara, and I am a sex and relationship expert. I wear three hats. I am a tenured professor at Cal State Fullerton. I teach sexual and relational communication. Um, I have a coaching private practice here in Los Angeles where I coach people to become more sexually confident and comfortable in their bodies. And I also am a social media and now I guess a TV person too. Um, 
so a social media person. What is it called? Influencer. Influencer. <laughs> I'm like a social media person. You can tell I'm in my 30s. Yeah. Um, uh, I yes, follow me on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, I'm lovebites.co. Uh, and yeah, like I had the TV show last year that was a lot of fun. I was on a TV show called Celebs Go Dating as a Sexpert, oh, and it was a lot of fun. That is so cool. Thanks for having me back. Thanks for of coming course. Back. Oh, that's so cool. Um, we love all the hats that you wear, and we are so happy to have you back with us because there is no better person to talk about how to have a quickie. We feel than you. You're just a spitfire. So we feel like this is a great topic for you. Um, so beyond the benefit of it being quick, why should we like quickies? What is there to like about them? Wow. So many reasons. Uh, I am a fan of quickies. Of course I like extended sessions mm -hmm. too. Um, but quickies really serve like it's a multi-purpose <laughs> sex action um let's see apart from being time efficient uh the first one that comes to my mind is it is a relationship maintenance strategy that is an effective strategy if you will because it allows you to um maintain that sexual connection without the pressure of it being like this big thing that needs a lot of preparation. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a good relationship maintenance strategy. That's the first one. Uh, the second one, you know, for people who are very in tune with their bodies, of course they get sexual gratification. If we're talking about heterosexual couples, I think people often think quickies are just for men. Because, you know, men just come and then women can't come. However, um, I I disagree with that because uh, there are quickies that are not, not penetration. Like you can do quickies where uh, your partner just goes down on you quickly. <laughs> that's a quickie. You can do a quickie where your partner fingers you. That's a quickie. You can do a quickie where you in, in implement both. Maybe a little bit of fingering, a little bit of penetration with the penis. Uh, and both can come. So I think sexual gratification uh, is definitely one of the benefits. So we have relationship maintenance. Uh, we have sexual gratification. And I think the third one that uh, people don't often talk about is actually unity. Um, have you heard of people that say like, oh my God, we haven't had sex for like, let's say six months. And then whenever I ask them like, oh, like not even, you know, the, like the 10 minute, five minute one, they're like, no, not at all. Like, I just feel so disconnected from my partner. That's the thing is when you do have these like quickies, because number one, it allows you for relationship maintenance. It, al it allows you to feel the unity, like like you're together, the connection, like, yes, we did it. Like the couple self-esteem, <laughs> you know, consistency, yeah. like we committed to this. So I think there are these benefits that perhaps are not very popular or often talked about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I didn't even think about the relationship maintenance mm -hmm. because it can be hard to fit sex in when you have this, that, and the other going on. With a quickie, I think of like spontaneous, but because we're thinking of it in terms of relationship maintenance, can we schedule quickies? Should we be scheduling quickies? 
I highly recommend fitting in anything that you can. <laughs> and if you are a calendar person, which I'm learning more and more each day, that there are so many people that are Google Calendar mm-hmm. people. Absolutely, like you gotta fit everything on the calendar. I was just uh, on a hike with my girlfriend today, and when we were done, uh, we were like, "Okay, let's put another hike on the calendar because, or else it will never happen." So if you're a person like that, you have to put a quickie on your calendar, or else it will never happen, mm-hmm. right? And there's no shame in scheduling things. There's so much shame around that, which is, to me, so dumb. Yeah, it's such a judgment mm-hmm. for no reason. Like, oh my god, you schedule sex? Like, you guys, you guys are shit. <laughs> you guys are shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, says the person who probably doesn't fuck yeah. at all. <laughs> That's very true. That's yeah, the best like you gotta, you gotta put it in you know um i do like my husband doesn't know this so this is a good uh self-disclosure here but like on days that i know i will initiate sex i put like a little emoji on my calendar so i know for myself that that's what i'm gonna do it gets you in the mood it's like a reminder all day it's like oh that's right i was trying to be intentional about like a sexual time with my partner and also that's a really good point. Being mm-hmm. intentional, not robotic. Because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, scheduling is so robotic and unsexy. I'm like, it's being more intentional yeah. and putting in the effort. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just like, oh, I'm going to wait for it to happen. Um, for a lot of people that are busy individuals, which is most people, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing I thought of when you were mentioning the benefits and how it... Um, connection and uh maintenance it's like we always things that are hard to tackle we've talked about a lot in the podcast it's like you set a container for trying it for like five minutes ten minutes until you can get to a point where it feels like you can do it for longer so I guess that's another thought I had was like maybe quickies are a good container for people who are having a hard time setting aside like nights to be intimate Mm -hmm. like full-on longer sex sessions with your partner it could be a good starting point to like okay we're gonna dedicate five minutes to being like intimate with each other just for like a quickie yes and it's good self-esteem building Mm -hmm. practice right because self-esteem comes from consistently accomplishing something and knowing that you can Mm -hmm. that you're capable right like um so when when you set up like a oh tonight is like date night and we're we're gonna go out have we're gonna dress up have dinner and we're then we're gonna have like three hour sex where it starts with like a massage and then you know i love that that's a great idea but is it a lot of pressure yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you know for some people it might be yeah (laughs) Yeah, you're both nodding (laughs) like yes it is that sounds like a lot of mm-hmm. pressure. So perhaps that's more like a once a month thing. And then the rest is kind of more of a like, when can we be intentional and maintain our connection? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So getting into a what a quickie can actually look like, um, how long would you consider a quickie? Let's see. Mm, considering like, research shows <laughs> uh penetrative sex is 12 to 15 minutes right but that doesn't include foreplay which <laughs> i don't know why nowadays there's like so much hate around the word <laughs> like 
it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, do you have you seen those videos where it's like, oh, I hate the word foreplay. No. Oh, like it should just all be because it's like it's sex. sex. Oh. It's sex. Yeah. yeah, which is true. Mm-hmm. The the meaning behind their frustration, I understand. Like, yes, all sex, like foreplay, is sex. Um, but at the same time, if you think about people how long people usually spend it's probably 30 minutes because there's cuddling kissing Mm. caressing massaging like eating pussy like a little hand job and then some penetration so on an average like maybe 30 minutes so i would say a quickie is anything like five minutes Mm -hmm. around yeah yeah (laughs) i like that yeah i like that do you think that the tone of a quickie when i picture it and the times i've had it has been like rough and a little like intense but can there be more intimate quickies (laughs) yeah totally i love that you said rough and intense and then you yeah (laughs) i was gonna say abrasive but i don't know if that's what i'm thinking but just (laughs) so it was rough rough penetration penetration. so you got yeah Yeah. which (laughs) i love that sometimes but also i want a quickie that tends to my heart and not just (laughs) yes my vagina not just your bad exactly (laughs) yeah yes Not just the badge. I think it's good for your psyche too to like have a like a more of a a cuddly yeah. um, quickies. So when you guys said you wanted to talk about quickies, I like really look into it because of course I like talk about quickies in my class. Mm-hmm. You know, as I like teach about um, uh, short short term, long term relationships. What types of sex do people have? Of like I talk about quickies. Um, and I didn't realize that like when people have quickies, they don't necessarily think about whether or not the other person, um, how do you say this? Let me think about it. (laughs) When people engage in quickies, it's rarely an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. It's often a carnal, like a oh, I just want to bang it out mm-hmm. right, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, sometimes, you know, for for example, for for me, right? Like sometimes when my partner and I are on a hike and we feel a little naughty, we'll like have a quickie outside on the hike, like in hiding, in hiding. right? But that's because like oh, like we felt horny. We're in nature. We're kind of like holding hands mm-hmm. and caressing so we're like oh let's like you know we'll go hide and have sex right Um, in that sense like I'm not really thinking oh my god I want to emotionally bond right (laughs) fair fair yeah Uh it's more of an adventure and like um something that you do together for like adrenaline rush Mm -hmm. uh however um when you look into how other people have quickies, I do think that there is a missed opportunity here. There is an opportunity for people to engage in quickies uh, for emotional connection, like for what you just said, like just the the loving, the mm-hmm. cuddles. Um, and I think of quickies in three aspects. So there are like three types of quickies. The first type of quickie is the adrenaline rush quickie we're in we're somewhere taboo Mm -hmm. so we want to put in a quickie because we uh love experiencing the adrenaline Mm -hmm. rush then number two is maintenance quickies which are usually like quickies at Mm -hmm. home 
right? Like it's the re- for the relationship. We like do this quickie to feel sexually connected to, like I said before, like enhance sexual self-esteem to uh, maintain our relationship. So I think this maintenance quickie is probably more like sex that you know is good, that you have always had, that you have regularly. Okay, fair. Like the the go-to positions that you know one yeah. or both of you can finish or have fun and like it's your stead true yeah, yeah. Okay. like rotating yeah, your tires yeah. like it's a nice like, time what? it's a nice you say time. rotating like your tires rotating your tires like that's like the maintenance <laughs> like i think of car Very maintenance sexy. yeah you, that could be the dirty talk too let's go rotate <laughs> our tires babe <laughs> It's maintenance time. We at Honeydew Me are very sexy individuals. <laughs> we rotate our tires. What can I say? Um, yes, I'm gonna go ask my husband now if he wants to rotate. My it tires. does sound dirty, like <laughs> deeply. It does. Ooh. You're welcome. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Anyways, Thank you. the third type of quickie. <laughs> yes, yeah, and then the third type of quickie. I think this is the type that people perhaps don't think about or talk about is the emotional quickie. Mm-hmm. And this could be even um, rubbing the clit or like, you know, you giving your partner um, a blow job or a hand job um, or maybe like naked cuddling and genitals are touching, but no one's really coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which is more of a like, mm, like, I just want to be next to you and do things with you, but not necessarily particularly for sexual gratification. Mm. Okay, so the goal so isn't like, is more... I'm going to get off as quickly as I can with that third type of quickie. It is not, you're saying, right? It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It is not. Got right. It. Yeah. It is not. It is still a quickie, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, like we, let's say we we have like five to ten minutes before we go to work, right? Like naked cuddling and maybe you stroke his cock or whatever, but there's no one's coming. And then that was a good time. Mm -hmm. Like that was Mm -hmm. a nice time. So I would say like, that's more like an emotional quickie, Mm -hmm. which I love. I I love that. I was in a relationship where we kind of used quickies as our only crutch. Um, I needed more of the like elongated emotional intimacy and he was like I don't understand why we can't just have quickies or why can't we have just like quick sex and like bond that way is there ever a point where you think you could be using quickies too much to bond and that you're not building out your sexual relationship with your partner yes and honestly, that's like a little bit of a douchey answer. Thank you. I know. That's yeah. Why I up with him. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're not you're not really listening to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yes, like quickies are good. But at the same time, you know, spending the time mm-hmm. and having that kind of session where you're not in a rush, uh, it means something different. And if you haven't had that, like, let's say over a year, Mm -hmm. it could feel disconnected at some point. Mm -hmm. If you only bond through quickies throughout the year and, you know, let's say it's been a year you haven't had a session where you just hang out, like you have sex for a certain period of time and then you just stay naked and cuddle and maybe you go again, it might feel a little bit disconnected mm-hmm. for both or for one person in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, quickies are quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in terms of 
building that sexual, emotional intimacy, I think it's hard to maintain with just right. quickies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it depends on the person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the person you were dating might not have had amazing experience in the past where it was like a 45 minutes a one hour session in the past where he had like a positive experience or feedback Mm. and therefore since then he just like no I just like this like 10 minute situation I underperform so let's make it quick (laughs) (laughs) I got 10 minutes no but like with his previous relationships because um what I've learned through research is a lot of our sexual scripts now as adults come from the sexual script that we've learned in as a teenager mm-hmm. or the first time we had sex. And as we have sex in our early 20s, then we built a library in our head of like, this is the sexual script. And for someone like that, and I'm sure a lot of men in the world, um, their script is like, oh, sex is 10 minutes. Like, I come in, we kiss a little bit, and I bang her, and we're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need to change the sexual script as a whole, like as a society, so that men understand um, sex needs to be longer mm-hmm. so there's more time to connect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like, so this month we're really focused on like meeting people where they're at and like finding sex positions and just like general like sex practices to meet them there. And I really like the idea of these different types of quickies because I feel like it takes the pressure off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so if you are somebody that really only has that one, you know, the first type of quickie where you're just trying to get off and it's five Mm -hmm. to 10 minutes, maybe going straight to a 40 minute sex session after that feels really difficult and like a really big stretch. So maybe mm-hmm. you try the second type of quickie or the third type of quickie. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. don't have to go straight from five minutes of busting a nut to <laughs> a three hour session of rubbing every square inch of each other. That's a big jump. And it just, yeah, yeah. I love just taking off the pressure wherever we can because it helps mm-hmm. it feel fun and like I actually want to do it right yeah 100 percent. that's why whenever I go to like workshops that are um from like tantric practitioners um not to say uh, all of them or anything like that at all because you know I of course I've never been to all of them you know I've only been to a few uh but some of the teachers in tantric practices really want to push you to explore and like with good intentions Mm -hmm. but it's just so much pressure Mm -hmm. (laughs) like explore Mm -hmm. that those uh those like two three hour like really just get in there and you know it's it's a beautiful thought but at the same time it is a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm also not a fan of pressure I'm a fan of making it light and fun and interesting and particularly for me like adventurous Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's why for me going to a sex party is sex Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah because it's a sexual experience Mm -hmm. in another example of like this just made me think of it but meeting you where you're at my sister and her husband like they had a date night 
but they did they're going to do dinner and a movie but movie and dinner so that they could just go home they could have like their movie early and then eat right after and then go home and go to sleep but it was like they started at like three o'clock in the afternoon because like i just want to go home and be tired after and like be done Mm -hmm. um I don't want to go to a late movie and then a late dinner and then be out until 11. And so I just love that we're saying quickies can be used to meet you where you're at and be really good maintenance and like be used in such a positive way that maybe you are just like molding everything to fit and like meet you where you're at, even though it doesn't look exactly like how the stereotypical date night looks or the stereotypical like intimacy session looks. Um, But it could be a really good tool. And so this is like completely different than what I thought the quickies was going to be about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look at look us. At We're goodness. wholesome girlies. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> we are. Who don't like pressure. We're understanding. <laughs> yeah. We're wholesome. We're meeting you where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> so in that, meeting us where we're at, should we go into positions of what I we can love use? To go into okay, Cass, you can take it away. Um, I'm thinking for... If we just want to get off, you know what I mean? We are using this for like, I'm really fucking horny or you're in that like spur of the moment adventurous time. What are some good positions? I guess it's hard because like you've already talked about how we can do all of these different things. Like it's not just penetrative sex. Like that is not the end all be all of quickies. Um, But what are some two person positions that we can get into (laughs) for these quickies? Yeah, uh, let's go by the let's go by the type. Okay. So the adventurous quickie one, the first one, which is adventurous quickie, it's like um, adrenaline rush, mm-hmm. maybe outside, maybe mm-hmm. in the car, where it's kind of like a um, taboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's context specific, but I'm gonna give you a one one specific example uh, on a hike. Yeah. There we go. Let's <laughs> wrap that back. Just around. a random example. Yeah, that's my, one of my expertise. <laughs> yeah. uh, my fourth hat is having sex on a hike. But, uh, <laughs> I standing doggy is so hot. Okay. okay. Also, you're on a hike. It's dirty. You can't really like be on all fours yeah. or lay down or, you know, standing is the only position. So like if you're in a heterosexual um, relationship and you have a male partner, they can, uh, you know, like doggy you from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also perhaps like, grab your breast or like rub your clit as well as you do it um are you like holding really on to a tree position. yeah like, i was thinking that are you what are you doing with your front half oh yeah i'm holding on to a tree okay. yes 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 i'm cool. always holding on to something okay okay yeah i don't have the uh, stability to not <laughs> no no we are not Wide ballerinas <laughs> i can barely do jazz <laughs> So, yes, I am holding on to something. Okay. Uh, and I like that. I like that position. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? You don't want to be in like a swampy area, though, because one time I did it in a swampy area and I got like four mosquito bites. <laughs> one of them on the lips, the oh, bottom lips. God. <laughs> it was very itchy. I did not like that at all. That's it's like, like when you accidentally nick yourself shaving, but it's like 10 times worse yeah oh. and then like the next day i walk around like just itching my pussy yeah. look like a fucking molester <laughs> like terrible terrible how did you i would like to know how you scouted the tree that was going to be your yeah. tool when you're outside 
we we look yeah <laughs> high and low we really look around yeah we have had sex outside a lot um like in parks in <laughs> in like gardens and, oh nice you know but in a very hidden area mm-hmm. and uh, um like on a hike whenever there's like bushes and it's kind of up and over like people don't really go as off trail mm-hmm. you just go behind that bush okay yeah. yeah, hold on to the bush or like there will be like a tree. Hold on to the tree. Um, that's a really fun way to have sex. Like after we're always kind of giggling and, mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. did something bad. It was yeah. fun. Uh, the maintenance one, always, always recommend Lifted Missionary. You know, mm. our old girl mm-hmm. pal. <laughs> it's always good. Um, we always come, you know, it helps because it, stimulates the clit as well uh, and the whole clitoral network when you lift up the butt so lifted missionary where you put the pillow under the butt uh, is good for um, the number two which is like the maintenance quickie Mm -hmm. we're comfortable we're home Mm -hmm. Um, that way you know you know exactly what you're doing or a different position that is that has always been comfortable for you that you can come easily Mm -hmm. Um, oh and a tip, if you're doing a quickie at home, whip out a vibrator. Mm. Like if you're doing penetration, whip out a vibrator. So you come both ways in five minutes. That's like a bonus. Mm-hmm. Like that's amazing. Absolutely. It is very quick with the vibrator. And then for the emotional bonding one, I think um, naked cuddling with like some manual stimulation is hot. Mm-hmm. So naked cuddling and then, you know, um, you're kind of caressing their penis and they're caressing your breasts or your vulva that can be really hot mm-hmm. uh, maybe couple that with like talking about so what are you gonna do today mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> talk about what's gonna happen today um can be really nice or what did you dream about last night mm-hmm. yeah nice yeah, like get to know be... your questions but in like a deep yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like a sweet, like intimate way allows you to feel emotionally bonded. I think that's a really good way mm-hmm. to do this. I feel like I don't have a lot of experiences of like talking about, and I, I don't know how else to say this other than like normal day-to-day things while mm-hmm. in like sexual positions or engaging in sexual activity. It's like when I'm engaging in sexual activity, there's dirty talk or like bedroom talk and then after there's like the day-to-day talk. I don't think I've ever tried to mix the two. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like when if my partner will say something kind of dirty outside of the bedroom, I'm like, oh, like, no, that's not for now. Uh, so I'll need to work oh, on like, like washing mixing. dishes. He's like, you're a whore. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm you like, know, when no, he no. calls you a whore. <laughs> Save it for later. Um, Save it for later. But yeah. So that's mm-hmm. inter- I really I like that. I want to try that out because I think it would take me out of my comfort zone a little bit bringing mm-hmm. in just yeah. like normal day to day talk with naked cuddling. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really sweet, actually, because some mornings when uh, my husband and I are not really in a rush, like we don't have an early morning appointment, we stay in and we'll, we're na- we'll be naked because we s- sleep naked. Um, I would like caress him and he would caress me and we'll talk about, so what do you have today? And it's just such a nice, nice time. It's very sweet. And like, I love those mornings, Mm -hmm. like slow mornings. Yeah. Well, when you think about all of the either like characters written by women and how they 
are so sexy. It's like when they are nurturing your needs a little bit and like picking up on your emotions. So if you're naked and they're also like, I know you had a hard day. Like, how are you feeling? Like, that's <laughs> yeah. hot. That's like, like really yes. sexy. <laughs> so I totally get that. And I love that example of what to bring into the bedroom. It's like a, it's an awesome tool and working on your communication. So fucking hot. Awesome. When we're being adventurous, let's say we want to be adventurous, but like in our house, where are mm. some good locations or like what types of furniture can we use to be adventurous in the house for a quickie. Mm. If you uh, live in an apartment, you have a cool balcony and you have a little bit of exhibitionism <laughs> in you, balcony sex. I love that. Like, it's hot. Because mm-hmm. then you think, oh, like someone might be watching. The idea could be hot. You know, I know my partner's very turned on by that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. I think couch one is always good too because people find couch like a little bit it's almost like a little bit naughty and taboo because like other people will come in and sit here. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's so true. And then like, oh, we had sex there. Like that's where I squirted or like, you know, there was cum there. Like it's just kind <laughs> of, uh, you know, and we, we know from research too, which I really love this research. Like um, people, when they break up, the thing they miss the most about their partner is inside jokes. Yeah. Yeah, like that play. Um, mm-hmm. There was an academic term for it, but it was something like shared playtime or something like that, like a inside joke mm-hmm. um, that people miss that the most. Interesting. After they break up. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, sex on the couch allows you to feel a little naughty and uh, have like this shared experience inside joke. Mm-hmm. Uh Another one that people have been really writing about in Cosmo and women's health lately is shower sex. Um, I'm not a big fan of water and sex because it takes away lubrication. Mm -hmm. You're speaking to two people who feel the same. So, yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm thinking if you're thinking a little bit spontaneous, it could be. Um, where you get naked about to go take a shower get it in maybe standing in front of the mirror um, do that standing doggy Mm -hmm. watch yourself super hot and then like go take a shower so yeah I think that's a hot one that is a hot one might initiate that tonight also because you're getting the room a little steamy so you're in like a sauna yeah (laughs) or a steam room yeah I guess um yeah, and it unstops your nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it like un- unclocks your pores. Yeah. Well, because the <laughs> unclock your pussy. <laughs> I also don't like when my shower is hijacked by someone like trying to touch me. It's like I'm just trying mm. to wash my hair, and you're tickling yeah. me by touching yeah. my breasts. Please don't. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm not a huge proponent of shower sex, but I love no. doing it like somewhere different. That's not the bedroom. And also still yeah. having like your own time that you've already set aside with the shower running. So, and like there's candles. Yeah. Oh, that could be a whole thing. That's a good idea. It could be a whole <laughs> thing. Yeah. A whole five minute thing. A whole thing. five minute <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. I love what you said about the inside joke thing too. I think that's really um, true and sweet. And it's fun that you could loop in like the places that you know you're going to have visitors sit. Yeah. In a couple oh, days. so <laughs> interestingly, I was researching play. 
like playful adults and playing in your relationship. And there was a big research that found um, people, couples who play often reported significantly higher marital satisfaction. Mm. What does play mean? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good question. So play means um, shared experience that brings excitement and joy. Okay. So it can literally be anything. Like if you have like a little play routine where you eat like chocolate cake together every Tuesday, like that could be play. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you wake up dancing together, like that's what we do. <laughs> My partner and I, we wake up like kind of wiggle our butt and like <laughs> dancing together. Um, that's play. Um, if it's leaving notes around the house, that's play. Mm. If it's, uh, you know, texting your partner like funny memes regularly, that's play. So I think play can be subjective, but overall it evokes joy and positive emotions. Mm-hmm. And do this regularly are the couples that do this regularly are the, the couples that report significantly higher marital satisfaction and it makes so much sense right Mm -hmm. but it was nice to see a study because I wasn't sure if there was any study on play Mm -hmm. like being playful and of course there is like there's a study about everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh that's so sweet and you could yeah so like never forget to play is really a good merit like marriage advice Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's adorable and you could use the kind of whatever your play habit is and like loop it into a quickie, like write a little post-it note as your love note that day of like, get yeah. in the shower with me or like whatever. But that, that's yeah. really cute. Eat my pussy. <laughs> yeah. Or that, which is wonderful. You I have five your... minutes. Make yeah. me come. <laughs> you have yeah. five minutes. That's kind of good. That's kind of fun. Um, yeah. Set an alarm like on the phone. Yeah. Start a countdown. Oh, that'd be fun. You put it over the speaker. That would be fun. Okay. You plug your phone in to the Bluetooth speaker. You start a countdown from like five minutes and it like starts really counting down and you have that long and to make me come. (laughs) That's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. It's a good challenge. I can, I can see like a partner that's a competitive sports person. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get violent competitive cast knows. So I feel like this would be a fun thing for me. Not sexually though. She knows (laughs) just, I know it just (laughs) competitively. I beat her at, um, what was it? Air hockey. Air hockey. And she pushed me. (laughs) (gasps) It was a while ago. Yeah. no mercy <laughs> i don't like to lose wow. long time ago um but into like a claw machine i don't so. like to lose Ooh. and i also just didn't feel like i was playing my best so i didn't feel <laughs> it was almost like my elbow was hurt oh. and you challenged me knowing that mm-hmm. i was down Whatever. i kicked you while you were down so or a loser i am yeah i'm the sorest <laughs> loser but not in sports <laughs> like when i was playing sports growing up i was like ah, oh, i didn't get that one guys and then i'd like go get pizza and be fine but it's like with the little stupid fucking things like air hockey or board games where i get just so mad. <laughs> cornhole especially <laughs> not yeah it's not wow. a euphemism that's <laughs> just the game of cornhole. Do you feel like um cornhole. do you feel like do you have any like this like competitive assertiveness masculine energy in you to the point where you like would enjoy dominating in bed um i think a part of me would as play cast i don't appreciate that face <laughs> What? I was staring at Dr. Tara and then I just turned to you. I just didn't change my face. 
I think I'm a relatively like a pillow princess for 99% of the time, but okay. there is a fun, I find myself sexy when I get a little bit more powerful. So I think in that sense, I would want to use it in the bedroom, not necessarily for the other person, but for myself. And it would not last m- long. <laughs> because <laughs> It would be I would, a quickie. It would be a quickie. Yeah. Maybe that's what I could use it. Yeah. I could really hone in I- my skill. Every time I watch like a video of a dominatrix, I'm like, I don't think I can, I don't think I would enjoy doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Shut the fuck up, you pig. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I, I think if anything. I would just laugh. I would just like, laugh. <laughs> my, I think my way I would do it would be more like bratty. I don't know if I'd be super powerful, but I'd be like kind of a pain in the ass. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like a sub thing, like a bratty yeah. sub. So right back yeah. to where I started. <laughs> yeah, but I feel, like- I feel like I can not, I would not enjoy being like a dom, but I feel like I might enjoy like being a sadist. Okay. Which is well, there you go. just to me, like it's different from Dom because Dom yeah. is a whole thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like a sadist is just enjoy like inflicting pain to the masochist, which I feel if the person really like it, it might turn me on. Yeah. You know? But not necessarily. Chase after ultimately, that, don't we just like I think ultimately we all just want the other person to really enjoy it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Cass? I feel like quickies are a really good opportunity to try on a role play that you're like, yeah. that would be really hard for me to keep up for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I can do five minutes. <laughs> give me five and we'll see what we can do. Because I Ooh. can't really do anything for very long. I can't maintain a character. It's just, that's not my thing. I like to switch Ooh, really go quickly. go around and share what role play we would want to do. Like what, what, what would be, what role would you want to do, Cass? Um, like if I'm going outside of my comfort zone, like I'm trying something, I think I would do something like dom me, something dominating. Dommy mommy. mommy. (laughs) I think I would try that. Um, it just, I, we've done episodes on like how to be more dominant in the bedroom, but I think it just still feels really like out of reach for me because it feels very in conflict with like who I am normally that's just like not a role I like to take on um but if we took off the pressure of time and needing to maintain a character I think I could do it for five (laughs) minutes maybe three maybe I start with three yeah Um, yeah I think I could do that meet you where you're at Mm -hmm. Exactly. exactly yeah I don't know what mine would be I feel like I could go either way um I think I would like to try on like an extreme dominance role play, like tying the other person up and being like that borderline oh. dominatrix person or um, <laughs> I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I'm embarrassed or being like the sluttiest spit in my mouth, slap me around Ooh, yeah. person, which like, like the most sub I could be. Um, but again, I don't know if I could hold it for that long, which is why it would mm-hmm. be good for a quickie because five minutes, five minutes and then hold me tenderly and mm-hmm. kiss me softly. <laughs> but I think those two would be fun to try on for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Yeah. For five. Yeah. For five minutes. Wow. Like mm-hmm. there, there, it could be anything. Okay, All the things go. that I didn't think was possible. Now it is possible. Yeah. Because it's only five minutes. <laughs> Um, 
I would say I would love to try um, something something that I think would be fun would be like I like I pretend to be a puppy like puppy play oh, okay mm-hmm. yeah like a little a puppy mm-hmm. pup play mm-hmm. um, like where I'm wearing a leash and like my partner like you know takes me on a walk oh. yeah. I could yeah. see that, for but you. I wouldn't want to do it that long, right? Because right. then I might feel disrespected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but totally. But five minutes would be fun and yeah. uh, kind of a different, and yeah, definitely pushing me like out of my comfort zone. Totally. Oh well, this is fun. It could be homework for this next year. For five minutes, yeah. try something a little bit out of your comfort zone <laughs> in a quickie yeah. if you have the space. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Perfect. Oh, so fun. Do we have any other cast? I think I'm good on questions. Did you have anything else you wanted to? I don't have anything else. Was there anything we didn't touch on that you found in your research on quickies or that you have experience with with quickie with quickies? Quickies <laughs> uh, that we did not touch on. Um, honestly, nothing. My only thing is there is no shame in the quickies game. Mm-hmm. Like meet people where they're at and meet ourselves where we're at and be kind to ourselves and enjoy all the short sex that we can. (laughs) Oh yeah. Beautiful. And where can our listeners keep connecting with you after the show? Yes. My website is lovebites.co. That's L-U-V-B-I-T-E-S dot C-O and all my social media, my sexual meditation is on there. We have quickly made it to the other side of this episode. Um, I wanted to bring up one statistic that I also discovered. I have been in this snowpocalypse where I'm at for a few days now, but I wanted to see like how I've been holed up, single, alone, and bored, and I've been (laughs) masturbating more, sure. But do people have more sex when it's cold? Um, I looked that up and Research shows in my quick Google search, people tend to eat more, move less, and mate more in cold weather, which I'm going to use (laughs) mating forever now. Um, (laughs) A growing body of research in psychology and related fields suggests that winter brings some profound changes in how people think, feel, and behave. Doesn't that sound fun? Interesting. I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, like, what else are you going to do when it's super cold and you're trying to stay warm? Friction, baby. Yeah. Friction, baby. Yeah, that does make sense. And also, I feel like it's, it's you're just more cooped up. It's more boring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You need to find stuff to do. There's less to do. Yeah. Um, so do so yourself. You're left to your own devices. Do yourself. Yeah. Do the person you live with. I mean, it passes time when you start thinking dirty mm-hmm. or like listening to dirty things. It's just like, got to figure it out some way. Can't play chess with myself. Might as well. <laughs> Any more than I already have. <laughs> Run to one side of the table, then the other. Checkmate, bitch. Just to myself. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Dr. Tara, for coming back on the podcast today. It was so fun to chat with you and to learn more about quickies and how they can be super beneficial. And thank you to our listeners for hanging out. You can head on over to Apple Podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe to Honey Do Me. You can leave us... Um, a written review, which is very kind and helpful. You can rate us on Spotify. 
Uh, you can follow us on TikTok and uh, Instagram to keep up with all the happenings. <laughs> and um, hip hop happenings. Most of all, you can have a great rest of your day. Oh, that was cute. All right. Toodaloo. Bye. Bye.